Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now for another weird and wonderful tale from the stock market. Last week, AMTD Digital, a tiny company with 50 people, was temporarily valued by the market at more than $450 billion. Facebook parent Meta, for context, is currently valued at $449 billion. In the last few days, the AMTD stock has crashed and it's now worth a mere $133 billion. Paul Somerville is here with us a little early this morning for more on this. Morning, Paul. Good morning, Gavin. Tell us a bit more about AMTD Digital. What exactly do these guys do? Well, yeah, you're right. This is a truly incredible story. And I'm, I'm surprised it's not getting more traction across the globe. I mean, if we remember the GameStop story a year and a half ago, that was worldwide news. And they had, you know, Senate hearings about it, inquiries about it. This is actually 10 times bigger a story in market capital uh, terms. And, you know, the ramifications are huge. So just to go through it, um, this company became the 13th biggest company in the U.S. market um, briefly last week. You're right, it has 51 employees and basically little or no revenue. It's only been IPO'd in July, so the company has only been floated for a month. So it's, it's uh, noted down as an Asian fintech company, um, and it was actually bigger than J.P. Morgan during the week. <laughs> so the stock, basically, you know, the stock um, was issued at seven dollars fifty. This is in July only, and it's gone up thirty thousand percent to two thousand five hundred dollars. Now it's a very, very murky story. You know, I have to choose my words carefully, but there's a lot of colourful people, should I say, involved. If this is a company out of Hong Kong, yeah. No, I got. We'll get into that in a moment, but I just want to ask you this first. Is this another case like we saw with GameStop or, or AMC Cinemas? Is it just bored people on, on internet forums like Reddit coming together to drive up the price? No, I wouldn't suggest that at all. This is very different to say the GameStop story. There is some sort of a scam going on here, but we just have to try and see where it's coming from because the retail investors are not involved in this stock at all. They, nobody has ever heard of this stock. It wasn't being talked about on the, on the Wall Street bet sites and the Reddit situation. So somebody is pushing up the price of the stock, but it's not retail investors. Could, like could, it, be, story about GameStop. could it be a short squeeze of some kind? Yeah, well, this is what we're trying to suggest. So, so just to go through it, when the IPO happened, the IPO, the amount of shares they put on the market were very, very low. So 90% of the stock is still held by one person or a group of people in Hong Kong. And only 10% of the shares are floated, which means it's very, very difficult to trade. You'd have huge movements in the share price, but it's also very difficult to short. So people who thought that the stock is overvalued can't borrow the stock to bet on it going down. So that's another way you can push up this stock. But basically the parent company of this particular company, as I say, owns 90% of the stock. So you would think that they might be trying to push up the price of the stock. But again, it's very hard to see why, you know, it's so blatant and so fragrant that it's very hard to see how they could succeed in something like that. Because what they would have to do is try to unload the rest of their 90% of the stock. And they haven't tried to do that yet. And this is why people are scratching their heads about what is the actual goal of driving this company up to the 13th biggest in the world? As I say, you know, like it was during the week, it was bigger than Walmart, Disney, McDonald's. And then it, as, the, as the share price continued to go up, it was even bigger <laughs> than, you say, Facebook, ExxonMobil. So, uh, it's, so it's you know, everybody's watching this market and saying, well, what actually is going on here and what is the actual goal? Yeah. So I think you need, need to think about it a little bit more deeply than just a short squeeze or share price going up. Because well, as I say... 
if it was a pump and dump, if it was a pump and dump scam, I mean, clearly they've, they've maybe been a bit too blatant. I mean, you mentioned some of the people involved. One of the issues that has caused alarm about this is that Calvin Choi, who essentially controls the majority of the voting power of this thing, he's a Hong Kong banker. He's been in big trouble uh, with the Hong Kong regulators for what they said was an instant where he had failed to disclose a, a conflict of interest. Now, he's fighting back against uh, the, the regulator there, but the fact that he has this on his record has, has created suspicion. He was also accused, uh, though he strongly denies this, of committing fraud against a big Chinese company he was working with. So that has added to d- the general concern uh, about this. I mean, yeah. laughable as this is, Paul, and it, look, let's be honest, it is kind of funny. The big issue is that this just serves to undermine investor confidence in the market. Isn't that the big problem? Yeah, that, yeah, that's absolutely uh, correct. And as you will know, there's a lot of discussions going on at the moment between China and the USA re- regarding listings of Chinese stocks in the USA. The USA has said they're going to delist a load of these stocks. There's a lot of Chinese shell companies trading on the US markets that, to say the least, have dodgy accountancy. So these talks are ongoing at the moment. They were supposed to be finished in April and they haven't been concluded at all. And for an example, the USA has just put Alibaba, you know, one of the biggest Chinese stocks on that list of possible delisting. So is it possible, for an example, that this is all happening to try and destabilize these talks for some reason? The second uh, sort of conspiracy theory is that this actually all happened on the same day as Nancy Pelosi turned up in Taiwan. Now, I know it's, it seems a little bit far-fetched, but is there some type of people in Hong Kong or wherever trying to destabilize the sort of the integrity of the financial markets in the USA? As I say, if it was just for money, it doesn't seem to be just for mm. money because, as you say, they would have been unloading their stock as the price went up. There's no evidence that they have been unloading the stock. Yeah. And then, you know, there's such wider implications about who's, after, who's actually looking after the integrity of the U.S. markets. There has been loads of these type of stories at the moment. And then we've got all the, you know, the crypto stories. We've got all the, uh, the SPAC stories. And it just seems that, you know, as Jim Chanis would call it, is the golden age of fraud. Yeah, and there a, seems it, to be a big question mark now about the U.S. market's integrity and who's actually the gamekeeper it's, here. It's, it's a bit of a Wild West uh, at the moment. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you mentioned these various theories about what's going on. I suppose when we don't know what's happening, it invites people to, to, to speculate uh, in this way. So, um, again, it's, it's another uh, problem, really, that the regulators have to deal with. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.